we had a fantastic time. And uh, I think the most important thing to say right at this moment is thank you for all of you who have helped in any way. You know, if you're a member of Faith Living Church and you're a tither, you paid for it. Many of you invested your time and energy, and it's been going on for months now, all the preparation, you know, that leads up to it. So I just can't say thank you enough to all of you who have served in so many ways, all the building, you know, all the decorating, all the monitors, the counselors, you know, the drama team is just, uh, and, and what you saw here, just the tip of the iceberg. It really is just a tip of the iceberg and to thank Don for editing that to give us just a little teeny snapshot of actually what took place and uh, I'm really honored just my own family James you know our youngest he actually wrote and directed the whole drama oh now he had tremendous uh, actors tremendous support with him as uh, he and Miracle for the last two years has designed the set and and decorated and she had a tremendous team of men and, and uh, women and, and young folks who helped to decorate all this and then we had these big theatrical uh, curtains on the walls and it was just it was a lot you just don't believe how much you know how many hours went into all the preparation but it's for this reason the the total for the week of kids who came across our property and heard the gospel you know in several ways was 671 kids that's awesome that's fantastic and that we have documented you know was 215 asked Jesus Christ into their life as Lord and Savior and that's fantastic um, and we're sure that those who may not have accepted Christ yet uh, their seeds were planted, and maybe next week or next month or next year. And those who did come to know Christ or those who already knew him and were challenged will share, you know, that living for Jesus is fun and probably change a lot of other people's lives in the course of their lifetime because of what we've done. We had a lot of fun, but it was for an awesome and a noble purpose to impact the life of all these kids. It really was. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, you're welcome. I had a blast. It was fun. If y'all haven't figured it out yet, I ain't never grown up. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what helps this whole thing work, you know, because I'm still a kid at heart. really am. Um, we started talking about before VBA, the week beforehand, we started talking about, well, who cares? <laughs> and we discovered that God cares and then we discovered according to the Bible and we know it ourselves God's children care genuinely care about other people so if I ask throughout the few moments I'm going to share here well who cares yes that's exactly what I want to hear we care let's try it one time on the count of three we care all right because we're much like our father well, let me read you a passage here. It's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. And it says, Dear friends, if a Christian is overcome by some sin, that means they missed the mark, as you saw me do, you know, and they missed the mark, you who are godly, who are Christ-like, 
should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. You know what? Uh, how many of you got a, a little sticker when you came in the door like this? And, and we're going to do a drawing for all the kids who came. I told them we're going to do a drawing at the end of the surface. And a lot of times I give away a bunch of gifts. I'm only going to give away one, and that's going to be uh, $100 bills, okay? And we'll be doing a drawing for that. But if you got one of these, and, and hopefully you stuck it on there, and, and people see, it says, fragile. Handle with care. And, and the reason I ask you all to take that and stick it on, because everyone has one of these on them, whether you can see it or not. For the rest of your life, every man, woman, boy, and girl is wearing one of these. God put it there, and he's telling us, hey, these folks are fragile. Ha have you ever had days when you've seen and you become aware you're a little bit more fragile? You were emotionally fragile? financially fragile, physically fragile, relationally fragile. And uh, this is a reminder to us, handle with care. We need to handle the people that God brings into our life with care our, and start practicing with our family, you know. So you can take this and put it on your bathroom mirror, the mirror in your car. Just don't block something so you'll, you can't see where you're going. But to remember that the people's lives that come across our lives every day, they're fragile. They may not look that way, but they're fragile, and we need to handle them with care. We really do. Well, it says here in verse 2, Galatians 6, verse 2, it says, share each other's troubles and problems, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Special Olympics is where handicapped children compete with tremendous dedication and enthusiasm, and one event is the 220-yard dash. Contestants line up at the starting line, and at the signal, they start running as fast as they can. One boy by the name of Andrew, he quickly took the lead and was soon about 50 yards ahead of everybody else. As he approached the final turn, he looked back and saw that his best friend had fallen and had hurt himself on the track. Andrew stopped, and he looked at the finish line, and then he looked back at his friend, and the people in the stands were all hollering, Run, Andrew, run! But he didn't. He went back and got his friend. He helped him up, brushed off the dirt, and hand in hand they crossed the finish line last but as they did the people cheered because there are some things more important than finishing in first place now there's wisdom that we learned from Andrew there you know because he cared and he loved his neighbor as we love our own self listen to what it says in Romans chapter 12 verse 9 it says don't just pretend to love others and, and and lots of times people are pretty good actors you got any actors in your home you ever act like everything's okay when you know it's really not well what's wrong nothing's wrong <laughs> you know I and mean, we act parts out we pretend we're not totally honest all the time 
But it says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. And then it says in verse 10, love each other with genuine affection, genuine caring, and take delight, which means pleasure. Take delight, take pleasure in honoring each other. And that's what Andrew did. He honored his friend. He said, you know, helping my friend is a whole lot more important than finishing in first place because Andrew cared. Now I want to read you this same verse in the, uh, the Message Bible. I, I really like it. It says in Romans 12, 9, in the Message Bible, it says, love from the center of who you are. That's talking about the core, the heart. It says, love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil and hold on for dear life to good. Verse 10 says, be good friends who love deeply and practice playing what? Second fiddle. And what does that mean? Put others in the first place. You take second place. Lots of people will, hey, oh, sure, I'll do that if you put me in the limelight. If I'm number one. But the Bible says, practice playing second fiddle. That just means practice putting others first. Who cares? We care. I care. Because I'm learning to do that from Almighty God. And he tells us in Proverbs 18, verse 1, it says, unfriendly people, in other translations actually spell this out a little bit clearer, it's talking about loners, people who isolate themselves from other people. They don't want people around them. But it says, unfriendly people care only about themselves. That's a very empty and a, a hollow life, you know. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 says, Two people can accomplish more than twice as much as one. Two people can accomplish more than twice as much as one. Imagine if two people can do that, what 10 people can do. Imagine what 275 people can do. That's how many workers we had at VBA this year. Wonder what 750 people, that's about the size of our church, can accomplish when we work together. Wonder what we can accomplish there. But he says two people can work or can accomplish more than twice as much as one. They get a better return for their labor. Now, I learned something uh, this past week. When it comes to pipes, you know, like the pipe that brings water into your home, it's amazing. And uh, I got to look this up because I actually made a mistake last night and this morning. I actually gave the wrong number. So y'all can help me correct that number. Let me find my glasses here. Because I was telling somebody about it, and I just looked this up online. I got this little chart that tells you about pipes, how much flow can go through them and all that, and I actually made a mistake. But let me tell you how much a one-inch pipe, I actually said 1,200, but I was, I was wrong. So if somebody says, no, Pastor Ron said this other number, just um, I made a mistake. Y'all knew I was human, right? You know, I, I make mistakes. Don't ask my wife if I make mistakes. But uh, uh, a one-inch pipe, I said at the first service, would uh, accommodate uh, 1,260 gallons per hour. That was my mistake. It really 
will accommodate uh, 3,500 gallons per hour. So a one-inch pipe in an hour's time will allow 3,500 gallons of water to go through it, a high-pressure uh, line. Uh, so that's, that is a one-inch pipe. So if you get two one-inch pipes, how much would that be? Around 7,000 gallons per hour if you have two individual one-inch pipes. But if you choose a two-inch pipe, a two-inch pipe will allow 12,000 gallons of water to flow through it per hour. 12, I mean, that's way over. Uh, listen, the Bible was true when it said in Ecclesiastes 4 or 9, it says two people, two people working together can accomplish more than twice as much as one. You know what? The multiplication begins to take place when we work together. It's amazing how science proves out what the Bible says all along. And when we have, and we, we saw it demonstrated here, as we work together, what we have accomplished in the lives of so many children. Well, let's move on. Let me uh, read verse uh, 10 to you here. It says in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, it says in verse 10, if one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But people who are alone when they fall are in real trouble. Verse 12 goes on to say, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. But who cares? We care. Because God cares, and we're learning to care more and more like him all the time. Dr. Leonard Kamer, a psychiatrist who specialized for 30 years in treating depressed persons, he said, the human being is the only species that can't survive alone. The human being needs another human being, elsewise he's dead. He goes on to say, a telephone call to a depressed person can actually save a life. An occasional word, a 10-minute visit can be more effective than 24 hours of nursing care. You can buy nursing care, but you can't buy love. Galatians 6, chapter 6, verse 3, it says, if you think you're too important to help someone in need, you're only fooling yourself. You are really a nobody. Well, Andrew, the, the uh, guy who was in the Special Olympics there, he may not have won the race, but Andrew was a somebody. And he was a real winner, Andrew was. Galatians 6, verse 4 says, Be sure to do what you should. And what you should do is to follow the, the, uh, the commands. And there's only, you know, I know you talk about Ten Commands, but you know there's only... Two commands that you got to pay attention to. Really? You don't have to do the ten. You only got to obey two commandments. Jesus told us this. And he said, to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And number two was, love your neighbor as yourself. And see, the truth of it is, if you follow those two commandments, you'll automatically obey all the others. Because if you love your neighbor as yourself, you won't steal from him. You won't lie to him. So all the Ten Commandments will be kept if we just love God with all our heart, soul, mind, strength, and then love our neighbor as ourselves. 
And it says here in verse 4, Galatians 6, it says, Be sure to do what you should, for then you will enjoy a personal satisfaction of having done your, what does that say? Your work well. And one day you shall hear Almighty God address you in front of all the creation, all the men, women, boys, and girls that have been created, he will address you, and they'll see it as he looks at you, and he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That will happen if you're serving him now. He'll say, well done, because you cared, because you loved the way he taught us to do. See, helping others is a higher honor than winning a trophy, making a difference for other people. You know, now I came across this article some time back. There was a church, and interesting, they were doing some digging, do a little expansion, and they struck oil on the church property. That's a pretty good idea, right? I go, wow, you know. And instantly, they called a congregational meeting, and they adopted three resolutions. The first resolution was. Number one, they decided that they would pump as much oil as they possibly could. Good idea. Number two, they would distribute the oil money equally among the members. Pretty good. They're pumping enough. They could be giving you $10,000, each one of you, a month maybe, you know. And the third resolution was they would not accept any new members. Hmm, wonder why. Because when you ask that question, who cares? Well, they didn't really care so much about the lost anymore. They just cared about what the size of the check they were going to get that month. They, they got distracted from the main thing, you know, and it's really important that we keep the main thing the main thing. Oh, which brings up a little announcement I, I would like to, to make to you, and, and this is awesome. For, for almost 30 years... I've been talking to different people, uh, and uh, several folks have volunteered to help me find the solution to, you know, getting people who need assistance into our building. And we always run across obstacles that would hinder us from doing it, you know. But anyhow, before the snow flies this year, we'll have a small elevator back over here, you know. <laughs> And I know how much that costs. And then we'll have to put a new entrance in over there that also includes a handicapped bathroom. It's only right if you get someone who's handicapped in the building that have real easy access to a bathroom. You agree? And do you know for right now there are several, quite a few of our members who poured out their blood, sweat, and tears to help Faith Living Church reach hundreds and hundreds over the years, thousands of people, but they can't even come anymore because they cannot navigate all the stairs. And, and even to consider a ramp, a ramp would be twice the length of that wall there, you know, to get up as high as it needs to to get in our building. And in a wheelchair pushing someone, that's okay. But if you're on a walker or a cane to navigate that, it's just really too difficult to do so for someone who needs assistance. So... That's what we're going to do, and all we knew, need to do is figure out how to pay for it, right? So anyhow, you know, we'll, we'll get it done. 
I'll guarantee that, but I just want to give you opportunity. We're not going to take an offering today, but over the next uh, several weeks or months or so, I'll let you know what we need. And those of you who want to, to invest in the lives of uh, handicapped, in the lives of those older elderly people who need assistance, sometimes young folks who have a, a, a leg or a knee problem need some assistance. And you know what? If, if we live long enough, we might need it ourselves. But I'm gonna, I'll let you know what it's all going to be. And if we all work together, it'll be a piece of cake to take care of that. But I'll let you know, for those of you who want to invest in that little uh, elevator and the uh, new entrance there with the, the handicapped bathroom in there. And I knew you would be excited about that because you'll have a part to play in every person who can't make it now. And, and we have actually picked people up over our shoulder and carried them in but it's not the most respectful way to bring our folks in, is it? You know? So, anyhow, uh, that's just a little footnote there. Well, just got a couple more verses. Uh, just two more verses I want to share with you here. And the first is Luke chapter 6, verse 31, and it just simply says, Do for others as you would like them to do for you. It didn't say do for others as they did to you. A lot of times somebody does something good for you, you do something good back. But the Bible says do for others what you would like them to do for you. So let's just say you had a squabble. Now, I know it never happens in, in marriages or nothing like that, but if it did, and you're thinking, well, I sure wish the other one would just come and apologize to me, well, then what should we do? Go and apologize first. Because the Bible says... Do for others as you would like them to do for you. And you can go and say, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry about my part in this, and, and would you forgive me? And what happens is that, that dam breaks. And you go, oh, you know, it was really me. And, you know, but just do unto others the way you want other people to do unto you. Well, who cares? <laughs> we care. We care because God cares. And everybody is fragile. And everybody needs to be handled with care. And they also need to be handled with prayer. Think about that. And I would encourage you to find a place to stick that. To remind you, you know, day after day, week after week, that everybody, especially at times in their life, are fragile. And we need to handle everyone gently and handle them with care. Last verse we're going to look at. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, it says, and the king will say, I tell you the truth. And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, when you did it to the one of the least of the, the kids who came to VBA, when you helped them swing and, 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 and jump out there in that big old boat that was full of foam squares, when you helped them to pray and let Jesus come into their life. When you was their monitor, when you helped build a set so when they came, their eyes would light up like Christmas trees. When you did something, anything, he said, Jesus, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, to the little ones, the least, you were doing it to me, Jesus said. And I think we understand that. If, if one of my children... We're driving along the interstate, and they broke down. 
and you pulled alongside and you helped them get their car going back, you'd be doing that for me, wouldn't you? If your kid broke down and I helped them, I'd be doing it for you. And Jesus takes it personal when we do something for any other living soul. Jesus said, you did it to me. He takes it personal. He really does. So what I'd like to do right now is just take just a moment to pray before we do our little drawing for these kids. And I'd like you to join me. First, let me just pray for all of us. Just bow your heads with me, if, if you would. Father, I thank you for these men, these women. Lord, and I ask your blessings upon them. Those who have a heart and a passion to care for others. Lord, just meet their needs and strengthen them and, and uh, rise them up on the inside. Encourage them, help them to obtain higher ground. Bless each one, Lord, who have invested their time and energy on behalf of others. Father, we thank you so very, 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 very much for your patience that you have demonstrated to us. Even when we've missed the mark, you've given us another chance. Thank you for love. Thank you for caring for us the way that you have. Now, let's just keep our heads bowed for a moment. And I'd like to just say a little brief prayer and ask you to join me to reaffirm your faith in Christ, if you know him. And if you don't know him today, if you would join me and, and welcome Christ into your life, he'll forgive all your sins. He'll bring peace where there's been chaos and confusion. He'll bring joy. He'll write your name in the book of life. He said, if we'll call upon his name, he'll save us. That's what he promised. So if you would join me right now as we pray together, Let's just pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that you love me. That's why you sent your son Jesus. And I believe he died in my place to forgive all of my sins and to give me another chance. I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. And he's knocking at the door of my life. And I open those doors. And I welcome Jesus in as my Savior, as my Lord, and as my King. I'm sorry for my sinful ways. I choose this day to lift my life for you. And teach me, Lord, how to care the way that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, most important decision you'll ever make is when you make a decision to surrender your life to Jesus and you receive that pardon in a brand spanking new life. Now, uh, in just a moment, once we dismiss, when you go out, if you would stop at the Connections desk, if you prayed and let Jesus come into your life for, for the first time, they'll give you a little gift bag. It has a Bible, a movie, some other little goodies that will inspire you. If you're a guest here for the first time, let them know I'm a guest. We've got another real nice gift we want to give everybody who's a guest. Just one of our ways of saying thank you for coming, and we sure hope you come back again. And uh, once we dismiss, if you need some prayer, in just a moment, we're going to do this drawing first, but there'll be people around the tree houses up here who would love to pray with you, and I'm telling you on the authority of Almighty God and His Word that God still answers prayer. So don't you hesitate to come and receive some prayer. So we have those uh, uh, 
Okay, yeah. Now what I want to do, did any of the kids not get a ticket when you came in? Raise your hand. Oh, Mike didn't get one? Well, that's one of God's kids, but uh, it'd be okay if we pass you up this time. But any, any kids 17 and under who did not get a ticket, okay, over there. And they're going like, really? Me too? Yes. You know, maybe I'll put my name in here too. Okay. And uh, let me see. What do I do with my stuff here? And don't miss somebody, John. You know what? Okay, here we go. Got a hundred one dollar bills. So when I call this number in just a moment, you're going to be a hundred dollars richer. This is not some kind of a lottery. Nobody bought the tickets or nothing. So just keep cool if you have a problem with that. Is somebody back there, John? Is somebody waving? You back there? Okay. All right. Here we go. Now I'm not going to go into. A, I'm waiting. I'm just picking on you. Okay, there we go. Everybody in the balcony, all the kids got their, uh, I just saw, saw hands occasionally. Okay, there's another hand over here, John. What's that? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing some awful big hands going up there. That's okay. Now, how many has your, your number on here, John? Okay, well, let me stir around in here for about 20 minutes to get them stirred up good. Okay, you know, I just took my glasses off, but I should probably put them back on so I can see. Okay, it says K-E-E-P-T-H-I-S-C-O, oh, keep this, oh, no, that's, uh, it says keep this coupon, okay, all right, gotcha. Here's the number, 5813. Did I tell you about the fishing trip I took? You know, uh, <laughs> the last number, well, let me start over so I don't get you confused. 581354. Is that you? All right, come on down. There's nobody else had that number, right? Let me see here. All right. Yeah. Say what? Did you hear what she said? Say it. You can keep it for the elevator. Awesome. That. Don't make me cry. <laughs> you know, that's the very first offering toward our elevator. Thank you so very much. What a noble thing. Awesome. Okay, there ain't no way I can top that. That is awesome. That is amazing. Thank you so very much. God bless you. You all are dismissed. Oh, wait, no, you're not. Hold on. 
I forgot one thing here. I forgot. Let me see. Where is it at? Does anybody have a connections card laying there somewhere? I thought I had one, but I don't see it nowhere. Yeah, can I borrow that for just a second? Here's your connections card as you leave. And if you agree to this, just check it off and drop it in the tithe box. It says, this week I will diligently practice playing second fiddle. You know, you demonstrated that right now, putting other people first. It says, I will diligently practice playing second fiddle. I'm going to practice putting other people first. So if you agree with that, check it off, drop it in the tithe box there. Hey, thank you. God bless you. You are dismissed. If you need prayer, please come up. Yes, it is.